I'm here with you until 2 o'clock. This hour is being brought to you by CarX Tire and Auto online at CarX.com. Ray, let's go. Lawrence Holmes, noon to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score. And 670thescore.com. In Odyssey Station. Previously on The Lawrence Holmes Show. I am concerned about Game 2 of this series because you were able to slow Milwaukee's offense down. I don't want to act like the Bucks only shot bad because the Bucks shot bad. The Bulls played pretty good defense. DeMar didn't just miss open shots. He also had contested shots. They played good defense on him. People have always said that DeMar DeRozan is really good during the regular season, and then in the playoffs, he's not as good. And then what happens in this game against Milwaukee? In a playoff game, DeMar DeRozan doesn't play as well as he ordinarily does for this team. Up top to Booch, left corner Caruso, baseline left, right corner Williams, open rainbow three, nope, the back tap, controlled by the Bulls, with 20 seconds to go. DeRozan to the rim, up, got it! DeMar DeRozan to the cup, hits the floor, we have a timeout, Milwaukee. What a play by DeMar DeRozan, he would not be denied, and the entire Bulls bench comes over to help him and assist him off the floor, as we've got a timeout for the Bucks and the Bulls lead 114-109 with 18.2. DeMar DeRozan with 41 points in this game. Ball game over. Bulls win. Bulls win. Bulls win. 114-110. We're headed back to Chicago. Tied in a game apiece. You gotta love it. Make me a bicycle clown. I don't mind being wrong, especially about something as fun as that. Talk about tension, but good tension. Right! Welcome in. My name is Lawrence Holmes, and I'm here with you until 2 o'clock. Man, do we have a show for you today. Joe Ostrowski is going to join me in 20 minutes. We will find out if there are some ways that you might be able to make some money on this Bulls series now. If betting the Bulls to win the series might be their move. Jeffrey Bear of WTTW, friend of the show and friend of Chicago, is going to join me at 1 o'clock. The Great Chicago Quiz Show is back. I want to know who's on the show this year because I was on the show last year and I had a great time. And... I hit up Jason Goff this morning. I was like, yo, can you, like, come and hang out on the show? And he was like, yep. So, Jason Goff's going to join me around 1.20 today, and we are going to talk about your Chicago Bulls. That was an incredible win last night. It was a lot of fun to watch. I'm sure that with the late start, my neighbors were not happy about all of the screaming and and hitting of furniture that I was doing yesterday while watching the game. Because up until about 35 seconds left in the game, I was still worried. And then you saw that they are completely discombobulated in Milwaukee. They can't make it work. So I was like, okay, woo! And Dan's right. Like, I had a rough time, like, going to sleep last night. Because usually, like, my, my bedtime... Is now 1130. 
for some reason, I was going to bed at 1030 and it was just really stupid because I'm, you know, it's baseball time and Cubs and White Sox games are starting around seven, which means they're probably not going to end until like 1030 or something. So I moved my bedtime back and I was like, man, it's time to go to bed. And I was still like, wow, the Bulls won that game. Can you believe it? The great thing about this series is that now the Bulls have a chance. It is a legitimate chance. That was not a dead cat bounce that happened in game two. That was them taking the good stuff from game one, adding some stuff to it. I said to Speaks yesterday that I would have been, what I want to see is is aggression from Patrick Williams. He's like, quantify it for me. And I said 12 and 8. He ended up giving them 10 and 9 yesterday. And it wasn't just him trying to score. You saw him attack the basket. I need more of that because there were some passive moments for him too. But he's on the right track. Let's hope that it continues into game three and beyond in this series. But yes, the Bulls are in this thing now. If, If the reports are true that Chris Middleton could miss three to four weeks, and Bobby Portis can't see because someone scratched him in the eye. You have a chance. You've you've leveled the playing field while taking home court advantage away. You know it's funny. The hope bucket got refilled last night all the way around. Ray, you know what I think we should do? I think that we should take a break. But when we come back. It might be time for a revival. You know, like I I feel like Bulls fans deserve to celebrate in the aisles a little bit today. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we go into church. Back after this on the score. Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670, the score in Odyssey Station. It's time for the two minute report. Two minutes. What? Not one, but two. Oh, say less. It's time for the two-minute report on the Lawrence Holmes Show. Can't wait. Most of the shots I took wide open. Wide open. Wide open. I live with him again. No way in hell I shoot six for 25 again. The Rosen over Giannis. Yes, oh, I'll tell you what. He's out there by himself. How many times have you matched up with Giannis and go right to him? The former defensive player of the year, DeRozan took the challenge. It's DeRozan again. Oh, stop it. Compton's in the house. With 35 in game two. DeRozan again. DeRozan has a playoff career high 37. Up top to Booch. Left corner Caruso. Baseline left. Right corner Williams. Open rainbow three. Nope. The back tap controlled by the Bulls with 20 seconds to go. DeRozan to the rim. Up. Got it. DeMar DeRozan to the cup. Hits the floor. We have a timeout. Milwaukee. What a play by DeMar DeRozan. He would not be denied. And the entire Bulls bench comes over to help him and assist him off the floor as we've got a timeout for the Bucks and the Bulls lead 114-109 with 18.2. DeMar DeRozan with 41 points in this game. Zach Levine has 20. Vooch has, has 24. And that's exactly what the Bulls need. How about Patrick Williams? He's got 10 points, 9 
rebounds. Ball game over. Bulls win. Bulls win. Bulls win. 114-110. We're headed back to Chicago. Tied to the game apiece. You gotta love it. Tomorrow, you, you sat here the other night and said, I guarantee you I'm not going to shoot 6 or 25 again. He didn't. Look, why not? He's good. <laughs> what do you say? Well, you should have known by now. Last night, DeMar DeRozan, 41 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists. Compton was in the house. L.A. was all up in there. Vooch with 24 and 13. Levine with 20 and 3. 10, 9 and 3 for Patrick Williams. The Bulls win 114 to 110. We will have tomorrow night's game here on the score. Bulls game three. They want to keep home court advantage. So win game three. It's fun last night. It's good stress. You know, you talk about bad stress versus good stress. Last night was good stress. Because the Bulls kind of had control for all of the game. And now that the series is tied, coming back to Chicago, I mean, I feel like there's probably some lost souls out there that got found last night. I'm one of them. I'm one of those lost souls that got found. Ray, show them some love. just the warm-up right didn't you get a request oh yeah we got a request from uh i didn't get the guy's name but he was screaming in the phone he was very hype i can only assume because the bulls have new life in the playoffs (laughs) and he had a specific song request all right then let's give the man what he wants I got beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rice, raw, raw, beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, chicken, rice, beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rice, the bull's back! Beans, creams, 
Game three will be on the score tomorrow night. We need to talk with Joe Ostrowski. We need to find out if we can turn our faith in the prophet. Are the Bulls the bet to make now in this series? Joe Ostrowski is going to tell you next on the score. Let's go, right? Beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, rabbit, beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, beans, creams, beans, creams, beans, 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 Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Joe Ostrowski, host of BetQL Daily. When early odds is on the air on Saturdays, there are a lot of people that tune out. They don't want to hear sports betting. But when you really break it down, it's just sports talk. The best gambling analyst in the country. Want to bet? Jordan with the mic. Want to gamble? When I reach out to people that have models or some odds makers, what maybe once upon a time it was three points for home field, right now, and most people aren't aware of this, it's one and a half to two points. Joe Ostrowski on the Lawrence Holmes Show, right damn now. Joe joins me on the Circuit Resort and Casino Hotline. Circuit Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Joe. A lot of activity last night. Over the last couple days in the NBA, it was the people that were that were betting against Chris Paul because Scott Foster was refereeing the game. And now, I'm sure there are a lot of Bulls fans that are wondering, should they buy into the Bulls winning this series? Yeah, those people cashed a ticket on Chris Paul losing again. I mean, future Hall of Famer. Probably favored in a majority of these games, but the last time, last 14 times that Scott Foster's been officiating, his team has lost straight up. So it's comical at this point. I, I saw that number being plus 400 on the Pelicans before the game started. Uh-huh. That was plus 400 on the Bulls last night. Really? Yes, it was. So you're going to come out here. The weather's warm. People are feeling good. <laughs> Undertaker, Jif, we're back. We're alive. <laughs> You're out there by the charcoal grill. You got a drink in one hand, flipping burgers with the other hand. You're having a party on 670 The Score. Let's go to Joe Ostrowski. And you know I can't pander. You know I don't do that. So, so you just set me up to fail. Like Everybody's going to be mad. They're going to be up in my mentions over the next five minutes based on what I'm about to say. Is that is that fairly accurate? You name it! Look, Joe, by the way, someone... someone took the time to text in Levine Green DeRozan Caruso. I think you should flip it. I think I think it should be Green Levine DeRozan Caruso. Green Levine DeRozan Caruso. Yeah, man. We can make that work. We can make that work. 
Green, Levine, DeRozan, Caruso. I want to add everyone else in there, too. So I got to get, like, Vooch, Kobe, like, something. I got to figure out how to get all of them in there. <laughs> but for the first four notes, Green, Levine, DeRozan, Caruso works. You're in. You're We're, in. All right, so what are the numbers, Joe? What what is there anything that happened to the the line in this series now that the Bulls have won a game and that Chris Middleton might be out for the rest of this series. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I was debating today, is this overreaction or does this make sense? So after game one, before last night tipped off, the series price was minus 3,500, minus 3,800, okay? So... I mean, <laughs> that means you got to bet 3500 to win 100 on the Bucks to win the series, okay? So that implies a 97% probability. If we're having this conversation 24 hours ago, and that sound about right? It does sound about yeah. right, thinking that there would be a bounce back, and there was. Like, the, yeah. the Bucks did bounce back offensively. The Bulls were just up to the challenge defensively. Lawrence, it went from Bucks minus 3500 in that range to minus 286 at points bet right now. And as I'm trying to figure out, okay, does that make sense? It kind of does. Because of the questions with Middleton, we don't know if Portis is going to be ready, and Portis has been impactful in a lot of these Bulls games. Minus 286 implies a 74% chance. So moving forward, do the Bulls have about, you know, quarter one out of every four times are they going to win this series in this spot? It's now a best of five, and you have home court, and the Bucks are arguably missing their second best player. I think you can make that case. So the move is somewhat justified. And uh, we talked about total games. If you look at that, well, before the series started, the expectation was it's going to be Bucks and four, Bucks and five, right? Total games played. The favorite was five. The second favorite was four. Okay, you checked this morning. We have co-favorites for total games played. So the, the books are telling us we're in for a long series now. Now that the Bulls have home court, now that we have this injury information, we're in for a long series because six games, seven games, co-favorites, a number of games played in this series. Wow. If you're telling me that seven games is a co-favorite, then I'm telling you that the Bulls can win the series. You are. and the Okay, so the series spread before the series started, minus two and a half games. So that means if you're taking the Bucks, they've got to win in four or five games. So now there, there's so many options you can bet in series, which different conversation, but I think this is where you find the most amount of value, where you can buy a team low. It is now minus one and a half at plus money, meaning the bull side at plus one and a half games is the favorite. So they think it's going to be a long series. And it's not a coin toss, but it is. Much, much closer. Here's one more thing for Friday night. Now, typically, when you change venues, you're going to see about a five to six point adjustment. That's what we're seeing in Memphis. So, Memphis at home, it was minus seven. Tonight, Memphis on the road at Minnesota, it's Memphis favored by one and a half. When it was at Golden State, they were favored by seven. So, tonight, they're going to Denver, they're favored by two. Okay, that makes sense. Game one. Bucks minus ten and a half. Game two. Bucks minus ten. It's Bucks minus one and a half on Friday. So eight and a half points. Eight and a half. And so that tells me the books believe Middleton is worth about three points, which is a good amount. But the big thing here is one and a half. That's a coin flip, pretty much. 
maybe slightly Milwaukee, but not a ton at one and a half. So we've seen the adjustment. I don't know that it's overreaction when we're talking about Middleton. What I will also add about Middleton is, remember last year during their run to the title, that there were games when he was terrible, and there were games when he was carrying them. So he was bad in game one. He was one for seven on three-pointers. But he hit five last night before going down to the injury. Uh, th- that's something else to play if you're into player props looking at stuff like that. Vooch, Levine, both two for ten on three-pointers in game one. Positive regression hit last night big time. You were talking about positive regression on Twitter. Yep. Yes. Yeah, and, and it DeRozan, too. He was six for 25 from the field. And he said it at the podium, and he was 100% correct. And you knew that if you were watching this guy throughout the season. That ain't happened again. It wasn't going to be a low-scoring affair like it was in Game 1, and, and we know what DeRozan ended up doing. That's something else to take a close look at. In the Atlanta series, Bogdanovich, he went 0 for 8 in Game 1. And then in Game 2, uh, that didn't happen again. He scored 29 points. So that's another way that you can bet these playoffs in, in series. What's the the prop in Bulls Bucks that you you've got your eye on for tomorrow night? Because because I always wonder when a player like Demar has a night like this on what his point total starts at. But as we get closer to the game, like I'm like I'm wondering, is that number going to be thirty and a half for Game Three of this series? So anytime we have a big injury like this. I'm going to play that injury. I'm going to find out where's the usage going to go. So in the Dallas series, when Luke is out, what did we see from Brunson the other day? He went off. Everything went through him. Everything. Now, that was probably a one-off because he also had zero turnovers and 40-plus points, something that rarely ever happens. So I was looking at uh, some of the numbers. In this specific matchup, when Middleton is off the court, of course Giannis's usage is through the roof. Holiday is second highest. Third highest is Bobby Portis. So that's the one we're that's the injury we're not talking as much about. So Bobby just posted on Twitter a little okay. while ago a picture of his bloody eye. That says to me, like it was just blood streaming from his eye. He said, This is my new profile pic. I think he's gonna be fine. And I think mm-hmm. that we're gonna get Bobby Portis in goggles, which is hilarious, and he's going to be angry in, in Friday's game. Yeah, That would be my guess on what happens. I, I know you're looking for bull stuff here, but that's what I would do because you, you might have a bit of an advantage looking at the usage of some of the other players on the Bucks. now that Middleton is not going to be out there. Somebody else is going to be taking those shots. And have you looked at Brooke Lopez's numbers through two games? Whew. He's a, it's a lot better than what he did during the regular season. Yep. So that's and also as long as we're talking about injury news, I know you got to run. But um, I was just looking at the sports betting apps, and as we were starting the segment, the favorite changed to win the NBA championship. Golden State Booker news changed it. Golden State is now the favorite. The Suns moved from the favorite to the second favorite. Hmm. I mean, with without Booker, it definitely makes a difference. The NBA is this playoff has been so fun already. Like the. The Memphis Minnesota series is, I I I'm a big fan of Memphis. Like I actually picked them to win the Western Conference, so mm-hmm. I think I got them at nine to one. So I'm I'm even happier about that now. Uh, wait, I got them at eleven to one. Sorry, I got them at eleven to one to win the West. So I'm even happier about that now. We'll see how all of this stuff ends up playing out. But this whole thing, the Boston series with Brooklyn, has been nuts, and all of the Kyrie stuff. 
The, the <laughs> NBA is definitely doing what they advertise. KD's been terrible so far last night, one for 12 on contested shots. Now he's going back home. It wouldn't surprise me if that flips. And then your fringe fan who wasn't watching the, the late games didn't know anything about Jordan Poole. And now people are saying, could this guy be the finals MVP with what he's doing? Right. They're, they're saying that he's now a member of the new death lineup for, yeah. for Golden State. <laughs> Joe's segment is being brought to you by PointsBet. You can check out Joe on BetQL Daily and on Early Odds Saturday morning on The Score. Joe, as always, I appreciate it. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Lawrence. Bye. That is Joe Ostrowski. See, he thought it was going to turn out bad for him that he was invited to the cookout, and it turned out it was totally fine. Our friend Joe came over to the cookout and gave us some sensible advice on what to do with our betting dollar. Jeffrey Bear of WTTW is going to join me. I love talking with Jeffrey. He's one of the smartest dudes, one of Chicago's best historians. He's going to join me to talk about the, the great Chicago quiz show. It's back tonight here on The Score.